to the Bullcast Podcast. I'm Katie Pickler, and with me is my supercalifragilisticexpialidocious, fantastic co-host, Court Winsett. What's up? And with that, there's the opening bell. This week, we're talking about hard assets. How let's let's talk about what we've talked about in the in the last few weeks. Well, before we get there, we got to tell everybody we are coming at you live from Hot Springs Village. <laughs> well, not live, but you know what we mean. Yes, we're we're recording <laughs> on a remote location. Yes, we're we're recording lo- remotely today, and we are recording in Hot Springs Village, and we're going to be talking about hard assets. But yeah. how did we get here? Yeah, so it's been part of a four part series. And so if you've stuck with us, then we talked about stocks, we talked about bonds, we talked about cash money, and today we're going to talk about hard assets. Okay, we made so it to episode nine, which is awesome. <laughs> which is uh, which is a feat, yes. So those first three things that we talked about, the, that we discussed, we're going to call those the intangible elements or the intangible basics of investments. And today we're going to be talking about that one tangible, hard thing that you can hold. Hard Yeah, think of it as the things you can hold, things you can put your hands on. Yeah, so um, because last week we talked about um, cash and we did a top five about cash heists, but we limited it to cash. I was really upset because some of my favorite heist movies had to be excluded because the heist didn't involve cash. So this week... Moving in a, into our top five, we're going to do a top five heist movies again. Hope you're not getting tired of it because we got five more each heist movies, but this time it's going to involve hard assets. And since we're changing up locations, I think we just do a little flippy to flip and court. Give me your top five first. Oh, Lord have mercy. Why do you do this to me? <laughs> I have an outline, Katie. You can't just be flipping the flop on my outline. I can change things if I want to. (laughs) Alexa, Alexa, give me top five. By the way. Alexa can play us. Yeah. (laughs) It's the greatest thing. I'm just standing there kind of trying to be sarcastic. And I'm like, Alexa, play Bullcast podcast. And she did it. Yep. yep. It's amazing. So, So you have no excuses now. You can be sitting in your den and just tell Alexa to play Bullcast Podcast and she'll bring it right on she'll up. She'll do it for you. Okay, but unfortunately, we, Alexa's not going to give me my top five. I wrote down a list of a bunch of different movies and um, I can't really give you a top five. Like, for instance, I already used uh, The Goonies, which technically isn't a heist movie. It's a treasure hunt movie, but uh, I used that in a previous episode, so you won't be hearing me say The Goonies again. Um, some of these are not heist movies but you know it's basically treasure hunt slash heist and here we go my number one is a movie called romancing the stone this is kind of a a heist slash kidnapping slash treasure hunt slash i don't know they throw it all in there and it was fantastic the ultimate goal is a giant jewel a giant emerald which is most definitely a hard asset starring emerald city Well, that would be a giant, giant hard asset. <laughs> but uh, it's starring Michael Douglas and Kathleen Turner. It uh, it completely took me by surprise. This was back when, in the days before the internet, you could not research movies. You, if you hadn't seen a trailer for a movie, you just didn't know anything about it. You had to dial into a number to figure out what time the movie was playing. I walked up to the movie theater. There were four things showing. I looked at the poster. 
romancing the stone, guy swinging on a thing with a girl hanging on to him. I thought, sure, why not? Went in, blew me away. Hilarious. Danny DeVito is hilarious. Michael Douglas, first movie I ever saw him in. Hilarious. Kathleen Turner, this is back when she was, boom, she was fantastic. So... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Sorry, Boom. I didn't want to. I didn't want to go, but she was. She. I was like, wow, that lady's pretty. I don't know. I was ten <laughs> or something. Uh, <laughs> the whole thing was just a, a, an excellent movie, and I, I don't. I haven't seen it in a while. Don't know if it holds up, but it was great. So it's my number one. Number two, um, I'm gonna go with. See, I have like a list of like thirteen, and I'm just gonna pick and choose depending on my mood. So uh, since we're on an oldies but goodies, I'm gonna go with Raiders of the Lost Ark. Oh yes, yeah, Indiana Jones, absolutely dealing uh, dealing goodies, stealing goodies <laughs> all movie long, and of course it ends up with the hardest of hard assets, that big old giant killer arc at the very end of the episode. Mm-hmm. And uh, then they just, you know, well, I'm not gonna tell you in case you haven't seen it. I don't want to spoil it. <laughs> no but spoiler alerts. Yeah. Uh, and I mean, really, that's just a given, right? I don't have to go into why. It's it's Raiders of yeah, the Lost. Exactly. Yeah, okay. Enough said. Okay. Number three. I'm going to go with a fish called Wanda. That is an, That was on my list, but it's a great it? one. Oh, yes. Well, then you can have it. No, no, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Dang it! I was I was okay. Um, so, a, a fish called Wanda is a movie that uh, stars. Golly. Uh, Jamie Lee Curtis. Jamie Lee Curtis, yes. John Cleese, mm-hmm. Kevin Klein, Michael Palin. I mean, it is it is wonderful, classic sort of John Cleese, Michael Palin humor, but it also has the added love of Kevin Klein being just a, a nasty, stupid American, and it's hilarious. <laughs> and um, don't call me stupid. And they're searching for a stolen diamond in that one. Okay. Yeah. Uh, stolen diamonds. Um uh, number, f- number four, um, I can't, this, see, this is what you get for letting me go first. I can't decide. <laughs> my number four, oh gosh, oh my gosh, I can't even believe I almost left this one out. Number four, my number four is Italian Job. I love this movie. They're stealing gold. They do it with Mini Coopers. It's fantastic. Great car chase scenes. Great driving. Great, uh, it's, I've told you before, I like it when you see them planning out the heist and they plan it out. Um, and I, it's, it's amazing. I love it. And, um, uh, Marky Mark Wahlberg is one of my wife's <laughs> favorite actors. So, uh, you know, all around good movie and I loved it. And number five, um, I'm going to go with Reservoir Dogs. Now this is, this is obviously, this is, uh, early, 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 like first movie by Quentin Tarantino, a classic Tarantino film, uh, great Mexican standoff at the end. Um, the heist involves, I think again, diamonds, but Mm -hmm. you don't actually see the heist, but it, it does include a heist, a heist that goes wrong. And, uh, so I I put it in there because, you know, gotta, gotta have that, gotta have that, uh, uh, Tarantino flick when you can get it. That's my five. Okay, so my five, you gotta make an adjustment because you stole one of mine, but it's okay. (laughs) That's what you get. Um, I'll start out kind of funny. The Great Muppet Caper. Yes. We're talking about the Muppets, but it's Why the whole like Kermit, Gonzo, Fozzie Bear. They're all the reporters. Miss Piggy's the secretary. There's Absolutely. been a jewel thief. I mean, come on. Who doesn't love the Muppets? I, believe me. <laughs> I'd ha- Well, okay. Have I ever told you that? I'm, well, I, this is pro- okay. It's depressing, but um, I, the Rainbow Connection will be played at my funeral. I will have Rainbow Connection played at my funeral. Noted. It will happen. Noted. (laughs) Preferably with a Kermit the Frog puppet actually singing Rainbow Connection 
at my funeral. Cameron, put that in the books. Note it down. <laughs> my number two, Thomas Crown Affair. Yes, I you know, love we, that. We talked about- The original or the one with uh, Pierce Brosnan? Both are good. I, I mean, the first one I saw was obviously the newer one with okay. Pierce and then yeah. Rene Russo. Yes. Um, but it's just so cool. He steals the Monet and uh, just an incredible movie. Oh, yeah. Amazing scenery of him switching out paintings yeah. and all that. And then when the sprinklers come on, oh, just amazing. You Loved have to it. check it out. Loved it. Number three, uh, Entrapment. I guess I kind of go with my Bond boys because in here's Sean Connery in this one, <laughs> Catherine Zeta-Jones. And... Um, she is searching for him because of the stolen Rembrandt. So there's art collectibles, yes. which art we'll get into. That's definitely a hard asset. Absolutely. Uh, number four, one of my ultimate favorites, Gone in 60 Seconds. Ah, I yes. love this movie. Um, Nicolas Cage has to help his kid brother out because he's gotten into some trouble. They have to steal 50 classic cars within 72 hours. And, of course, it's all with the Eleanor and the Shelby GT500. It's I think it's a 1967 one. Um, but just oh, amazing. Of course, my favorite part is Angelina Jolie and that and she changes something every car she steals. Red lipstick for this car. You know, leather for this car. <laughs> you know me. Got to throw in the outfit. I know. Part. You love the outfits. <laughs> <laughs> um, and since you stole my fish called Wanda, I'm going to go with Three Kings. And it's um, it's got a killer cast in that one as well. It's after the Persian Gulf War, four soldiers set out to steal gold um, that was stolen from Kuwait. So good, good action movie. Yeah, war. Yeah. It's I, I remember. I mean, given given the way they promoted that movie, I really expected it to be. I really expected it to be funnier than it was, mm-hmm. and it was, it was really just real serious. Yeah, it was very serious and hardcore action, yeah. violent kind of. Let's well, start with Muppets. It's lighthearted, and then you end yeah. with violence. No, I love your list. So enough about our top five. Let's actually get into the heart of this. Heart of it. Hard of it. Heart of it. Heart of it. Heart of it. <laughs> heart of it about hard assets. Hard assets. Okay. <laughs> Tell us about Hard Assets, Katie. In the beginning, let's go back. Think back over time, time, time. Stocks and bonds and cash didn't exist. What? What is this you speak of? They didn't exist. There was no such thing. But you think back of it. I mean, we're talking about woolly mammoth days and the craziness of it all started with things you could hold in your hand. Yes. Well, I mean, you couldn't technically hold a woolly mammoth in your hand. No, but you could hold parts of a woolly mammoth in your hand. Oh, poor woolly mammoth. I know, but, you know, you could trade with a woolly mammoth tooth or... Tusk. You know, tusk. Fur, exactly. Skin, Any of that. The meat. skin, the meat. Yeah, all of it. I'm and, sure it was all worth something to them. Yeah, but you would collect that and have that, and that's what you would trade for goods and services. Right. So we already called it, like, tangible... You could take your woolly mammoth tusk, and if somebody else had, uh, I don't know, a saber-toothed tiger pelt, and Mm -hmm. you wanted it, and they wanted your tusk, then you could go to them and say, I'll trade you my tusk for your pelt, and they would say, okay. And this was the original system of of supply and demand and exchange, you know, it was... It was what so you how got. How it was in the beginning. I got this. I You got that. Let's trade. Yeah. A hard asset is nothing more than that which people assign value to. So if, you know, court has this, you know, tooth from a woolly mammoth and I've got this beautiful fur from a saber-toothed tiger, 
it's just based on that value that is set there that he wants this and I want what he has. Yes. I mean, and I suppose it could also be traded for like for 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 services as well. I can't really, you know, back in caveman days, I can't think of what service I would get in exchange for a woolly mammoth tusk. But I mean, I'm sure there's something and you would I could say like, hey, Hey, you, you smart person over there that has learned how to plant crops. I don't know how to do that because yeah. I'm a caveman. Here is my tusk. You or someone treat- to help you build something sure. or anything like that. Absolutely. Okay. But it's just the simple of that is what we want everyone to really understand is hard assets go way back. Yeah. Okay. So it, basically any hard asset, even today, is it's nothing more than what somebody assigns a value to. And so you, it could be anything, you know, copper, diamonds, gold, oil, um, uh, water rights, you know, that's, that's water rights. Yeah. Well, water is a, is, it's a soft asset. It's a liquid asset, but it's a hard asset. I mean, it's, it's something that somebody can actually uh, exchange you with you the right to use, um, water on their land for mm-hmm. for your purposes uh i won't i'm not going to get into the details yeah, it's kind of thinking back to when we talked about the beverly hillbillies and how they had oil and so someone paid them because they wanted the land they wanted yeah. the rights they they had a hard asset in that oil yeah yeah exactly exactly so things like that tangible assets now now nowadays or even even back um they they could be traded like I could trade my gold for your copper or mm-hmm. um or you could I could say if you'll give me your whatever my I'll diamonds. give you this I'll I'll give you this certificate uh-huh. that says you are now the owner of this piece of property say yes. like a piece of real estate because that's that's a hard firm piece of asset <laughs> Uh, but you, you know, it's I can't I can't hand over the land to you. Yeah, that raw undeveloped land, I can't sit there and have it, you know, in my backyard just waiting to go. Right. I have a certificate that says this is mine. Yeah, yeah. And just like, yeah, it might be great for you to have, you know, ten thousand ten thousand pieces of diamonds or something like that. But that'd be kind of hard to store. Well, that's true, and I mean <laughs> that is a consideration. Um, so and the pirates would really be coming after you if you have diamonds in your basement or coming something. out of everything. Exactly. So I mean, I guess our point is most people, when you think today about hard assets, and when you think about diamonds and and gold, and mm-hmm. you know the the TV commercials with gold, when you think about stuff like that, you're thinking about gold like it's an alternative investment, but. Hard assets like gold, like all of these other things that we've been talking about, they're not the alternative investment. They were the original. They're the original investment. Yeah. The alternative is now all these these newer things of the stocks and the bonds. I mean, if you think about it, okay, so sort of sort of in line with that whole idea of a certificate or of, of some sort of written form that represents something, even our money system now, a dollar or a hundred dollar um, a, a currency, our currency used to be backed by gold. Mm-hmm. There was a giant place called Fort Knox that yeah. stored all the gold. Absolutely. And, there was a gold bar that would go with that dollar. Well, I'm not a, not a whole bar. because <laughs> Yes. But yes. You Equivalent. Could, <laughs> yeah, you could, you used to be able to, our dollar was backed, was, was on the gold standard. So our dollar, you could take a dollar and trade it in for a dollar's worth of gold. Mm-hmm. It's no longer the way it is, but... 
at one time our our entire system was was based on that that um that document that that certificate that dollar bill being representative of a hard asset so again just to restate you know those hard assets they're the original uh, this 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 cash, this stock, this bond. These are these are the interlopers. These are the latecomers to the party. These things they didn't develop until later on. Mm-hmm. Hard assets have been around forever, and they're they're like they're like old money. They're like who who are you coming up in here? <laughs> Stocks and bonds and cash. You you're getting in on our business. You need to back off. I mean, heck, they have these places where you can go uh, get the little pans and try and get gold in the river. Well, yeah, okay, so. There used to be like this thing called the gold rush. Oh yeah, but I'm saying like in, in my lifetime, there's been a place that I went and you you know try and get gold and stuff. So gold has always been this thing of just like you know, oh if I own gold, then it's going to be worth so much. But yeah, it, I mean those ads are a little. My rule of thumb is if there's a bunch of ads about it, then you need to make sure it passes the smell test. Yeah, like I, make sure it's it's legit and that it's something you really want to invest in. Yeah, I mean, and and it is it is an investment. I mean, we are talking about we are talking about hard assets as part of our again four different types of investment, mm-hmm. and a hard asset can be an investment, but. It's not necessarily an investment for everyone. And those those gold ads would make you believe that right now all you should be doing is putting all of your money into gold because it's the only thing out there. And uh, gold or any other investment in a hard asset, it's not for everybody. Yeah. I mean, diamonds are a girl's best friend, according to Miss Marilyn Monroe, but... Definitely, it's one of those, I don't think you want to put all your eggs in one basket and just have diamonds and be like, well, this is this is my net worth. I have all these diamonds. Right. Because when it comes time to trying to turn those tangible items into, if you remember from last time, something liquid, because I can't necessarily pay my mortgage bill with my diamonds. No, you you, you definitely can't. I mean... <laughs> I mean, I could, but then I'd definitely probably be losing money because it's like, oh, here's here's a diamond. Well, one of the things you have to think about with 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 a hard asset when you're when you're when you, your money is tied up in a hard asset, whether it's real estate, which again, like I said, that's that's a hard that asset. Is, yes. Um, or it's diamonds, or it's gold, or it's a collectible. Mm-hmm. Any of those things, if your money is tied up in that, it could be worth a fortune. But it a hard asset, the value of a hard asset is is going to be determined by who wants to buy it and how much they're willing to pay for yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. So, so you much have to find that buyer. You have to find somebody who's interested in it. And you kind of you touched on collectibles a little bit, and that's what I know. We're we've already determined that collectibles are so fascinating that we want to do a whole podcast about it. But just think about back to you know if you collected baseball cards when you were younger, right? That you held on to something because you knew one day it was going to be worth something. So obviously you're having the hard assets that you have bought this card, and you're hoping that one day it'll turn into something worth it, but it is not that easy money that you can get your hands on immediately. Yeah. No, I it, mean... It's an investment. Yeah. A long-term one. And and, and I, I want to be clear on on this. You know, we, we've referenced these gold commercials a lot and they'll, they'll, they'll promise like gold, it's the dollar is going to die and inflation is going to kill us and, and all of these things. Uh, and the apocalypse is coming. I... I I will always hope for 
a zombie apocalypse. Of all of the apocalypses <laughs> okay. that could possibly... It's Court's fault if it happens. Well, I mean, I'm just saying, like, you know... Uh, You've got you've got the like nuclear apocalypse, disease, you know, apocalypse like in Stephen King's The Stand or something. Mm -hmm. Uh, The one that I feel like I probably have the best chance of surviving is a zombie apocalypse because, you know, whatever. But let's say there's an apocalypse and gold is going to be the only thing that you can you're like, I'm going to get gold because that will mean that when everything else has gone away, I'll have gold. Okay. But who's going to buy your gold? Who is going to buy your gold? Is are somebody going to accept your gold uh, in exchange for their shotgun when... Yeah, during a zombie apocalypse, <laughs> the hot commodities would be yeah. bullets, bullets, guns, guns, bows and arrows, yeah. swords, Something to combat weapons, these zombies, yeah. maybe food even. Food, obviously, but yeah. But you, you can't... I guess you could throw a gold brick at a zombie. You could. A gold could be used as a weapon, <laughs> but... It's but not in the not, purpose of what you were saving it for. It's not going to necessarily be the value you would be putting on it right on on it right now. So some of the things that you think about uh, gold being protection against, like inflation mm-hmm. or the do- the failure of the dollar, the failure of the dollar, you know, that's it's not guaranteed that it's going to protect you against no. those things. I mean, a lot of times gold is more volatile than you know the stock market. It could definitely be okay, but. Let's think about other types, though. I mean, we keep going on go- going on about gold, but I think that's just because there are so many commercials on the yeah, TV about gold right now. Yeah, that's just kind of what everybody knows right but now. But hard assets, it's hard assets. Gold is sort of in a category by itself. There are all think of a hard asset as something that you can use, something that's of value mm-hmm. to you, something that might be consumable or something that might be collectible. But you know, oil. There's a use for oil. Absolutely. Natural gas. You know. Um, like I said, property that you could use to grow grow things on or commercial real estate that you could have a business mm-hmm. on. You know, these there are all these different types of, I mean, even copper, which is a precious metal. Yeah, all the precious metals. It, it, copper could, it, it's useful in the conduction of electricity. So, Absolutely. I mean, you hear people like stealing from construction sites the copper because then they'll go and sell it for some kind of value. And then you've got all the all the other things like wheat and cotton and, you know, um, uh, frozen concentrated orange juice. Like in, <laughs> Is that a trading place? Yes. <laughs> yes, it is. Love it. <laughs> so, you know, there are all these different types of hard assets that you can, that you can put money into. Some of them nowadays you can invest on a market mm-hmm. in, in, in a, in a commodity like frozen concentrated orange juice. Oh yeah. And you don't actually, you don't actually have to, to You're store not storing it. that orange juice. Because, you know, you'll, you'll just trade it again. You'll, you'll know, you own it, but you'll trade it again on the market. But yeah. Some of these hard assets that we're talking about, you actually have to think about. Okay, if I buy all of this, uh, if I'm if I'm just going to buy up and I'm try- I'm going to try and corner the market on mm-hmm. strawberries and make a killing because I've cornered the market on strawberries. And this is a reference to a particular guy. Um, you you got to figure out where to store those strawberries. Absolutely. So, and uh, a guy. The uh, the founder of Piggly Wiggly actually lost his fortune because he tried to corner the market on strawberries. Some people got wind of what he was trying to do, and they just left his strawberries sitting at the dock oh, gosh. and wouldn't you know wouldn't ship them to where that he needed them to go. And they went bad, and he lost all his money. But so that's I mean, so hard assets. We can't, said it was the, something you can put your hands on. Yeah. But also think about it as something that can be consumed, but also yeah. destroyed. So yep. like those strawberries, are, they were ruined. They were destroyed. 
like land. It could be ruined. Yeah. Your gold could be stolen from you. It could be destroyed. You you have to you have to have somebody you have to have a place to store it. Mm-hmm. You have to have somebody who will buy it. Yeah. You have to know the method that you're going to use to value it. Absolutely, because you could really get, you know. <laughs> yeah, I know I know. It's it's I can't like, think of it correct. You could really get in trouble if you find the wrong person that tries to cheat you out of the deal. Trying, you may know what word I'm trying, trying to, to say and keep it PG. <laughs> Um, and then also, obviously, the the value of a particular hard asset is going to change based on supply and demand. So, like mm-hmm. you were saying earlier, that idea of of uh, of collectibles like mm-hmm. baseball cards, you know, whatever. Um, there's also oil. You know, for a while there, for decades even, it oil was oh my gosh, oil we were is gonna scarce. Run out. We're yeah. gonna run out. It's terrible. And then recently, we we had the price of oil actually was nothing basically yeah, because we had so crazy. much oil that the people that were were generating oil that were pumping oil out of the ground had mm-hmm. so much oil that they couldn't sell it to anybody because everybody was like i i'm sorry I, i'm good yeah i don't i don't need any so no i don't want to pay the price for oil because i have all of the oil i can use yeah so it depends on supply and demand all of these things affect your hard assets and um well, another example, right, uh, of of supply and demand. Another thing that everybody thought was going to be super valuable, but ended up oh, not. the Beanie Babies. The Beanie Babies. Yes, my uh, my cousin who actually collects baseball cards. It was kind of filling me in on that. He actually did the whole Beanie Baby thing. Was dating a girl, wanted to get her the Princess Diana Beanie Baby because mm-hmm. that was the big deal. And I think he ended up paying like $100 for it, which was a big deal, buying a Beanie Baby for that much. Oh my gosh, yeah. And at that point, he probably could have sold it, you know, a couple years later for $1,000. Of course, now I think we looked it up and get 15 maybe 35 for it. No. I I don't, I mean, I I know I've had a ton of Beanie Babies. I, as a guy, had a ton of Beanie Babies. I think my mom bought me a bunch. We all thought thought that was the hold on to it and that was going to pay for people's college tuition and- It didn't, you know, didn't pan out. And the baseball cards things, he was telling me that, you know, when you, you were younger and you collect baseball cards, you wouldn't take care of them. You would just kind of rip open the package and you, you had your favorite players, but if you didn't really, you hated that other team, you'd just toss it. Yeah. And if you had held on to it, then it was going to be, you know, this great rookie card to hold. But the issue with it is you got to kind of, if you want to get into baseball collectibles, you've got to find the right cards because there's so many that were mass produced mm-hmm. that they have no value because everybody can get their hands on it. Right. And so, you know, you may have something that is great, whether it's a collectible or something else. I, Katie, we should do a whole episode on we, collectibles. We are. We are going I, to. I'm, I have a list of things that I've collected in my life and I just want to talk about them. Yeah, but we're going to do that. We, you could you could buy something that you think is valuable and and it's and it's collectible, but... But is somebody else willing to pay you money for it? Mm-hmm. Uh, it may, it, it, and this again, this doesn't make it a hard asset or not a hard asset. It just is: should you be investing in that hard asset? You know, that's kind of the question we're trying to answer for you right now. Is we, you know, we've defined a hard asset for you, but do you want to get into that particular kind of hard asset, or is it is it oh is it a wise investment, or is it not a wise yeah, investment? Yeah, and that's again that it's every person is different, and that's where your portfolio is what we call it, and that's your overall 
your, you know, think about where you're going to put all your eggs, what baskets are you going to put them in? And so that's where we'll look at your portfolio and we figure out what are the best options. Are you somebody that should invest in hard assets or are you someone that should stay more cash in stocks or cash in bonds or a variety of all four? Do you want to put your money in real estate? Do you want to put it in oil? Yeah. We do have a lot of people that, that call us up and say, hey, should I be buying gold right now? Mm-hmm. All of these things, you know, seek out professional advice, somebody that can tell you based on your personal situation. Yeah what you should be doing. Don't just jump on it because you feel like it's the fad and because your best friend or your neighbor's doing it. Make sure you take a whole look of your overall portfolio where you think is best for your future for your investments. Right. So we've told you what hard assets are, right, mm-hmm. Katie? Do you have a, a good no, understanding? What I can of what put a- my hands on, those tangible things. Right. So. Um, okay, but wait, I can put my hands on a $5 bill. So right. is currency a hard asset? Uh, I mean, okay, so we've been using basically the idea that something physical is a hard asset. But remember that it's more than just the physical. Can you touch it? Can you feel it? Mm-hmm. It's 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 about what the what what someone else will give you for it. Right. Gotcha. Okay. So walk into a casino, right? Okay. Um, the casino gives you you gives you chips, gives you poker chips. A poker chip, a stack of poker chips, whatever it is, say the poker chip is worth $5. You can take that poker chip to in anywhere in the casino you want mm-hmm. and give it to a cashier and they'll give you $5 because that's what the poker chip says it's worth. Yeah. You can give it to a, a, a waitress and, she, you know, as a tip. As a tip, yeah. And absolutely. she'll, she'll, she's, she's not going to scowl at you because you gave her a poker chip. No. But if you were to walk out of that casino, <laughs> You couldn't go to the Waffle House and give the person a poker chip. Well, I mean, if you're in Vegas or something, you might be able to, but they're still, they're going to, they're going to get really, you know, they're going to get a little bit upset because, you know, they're going to have to go to that specific casino because the only place that gives that poker chip. So it's only valued in that location. Exactly. It's only, that poker chip is only assigned that value by that casino. Gotcha. Same way with currency, with any currency. Mm -hmm. Our dollars are only given that value by our government, by our Federal Reserve, Mm -hmm. um, by our banking system, by us as people. Yeah. And if we were to, I, I don't want to say, I mean, you know, if we were to go off planet, uh, then then the, those those dollar bills have have no value whatsoever. Yeah. An alien. And that's the it. whole other thing yeah. that we don't want to get really into. But if we went to France or went somewhere else, then our our dollar is not the same value of exactly. There. They've okay. Got, so then we're not considering cash a hard asset. We're not considering it a hard asset because because we have determined this out of the, you know, it. it we, it's no longer the buyer and seller's range to determine the value. It's right. already determined for us. Yes, exactly. Yes, you said Perfect. that perfectly. Perfect. I got it. Excellent. <laughs> okay, so if if that didn't if that if that doesn't make it clear enough for you, if you're still like, yeah, but I can touch it and it's it's worth what it's you know I, whatever. Think of it in a different way. I'm going to try this on for size. Okay, so if you were stocking a storm shelter. Okay. Okay. And you've got a, not a storm shelter. Let's say it's a nuclear fallout shelter. Or actually, let's say you... I'm thinking like blast from the past, maybe. (laughs) You have it all stored up and everything. Okay. If you were to stock a uh, nuclear fallout shelter that you had to live in for a year. Okay. 
Um, you're going to want to stock it with everything that you need to live, to keep yourself entertained, to keep yourself happy, and so on and so forth. Mm -hmm. So think about for a second, what are you going to stock it with? Just think about it and then come up with everything that you're going to need. Canned goods, blankets, dolls, puzzles, games for the family, TV. Oh, maybe the TV won't work. Anyway, <laughs> you know, think about everything that you're going to need. Try and figure out what you want to put in there. Mm-hmm. And put it all in there and you're ready to go and I'm going to lock you in. Okay. Now, on the other side of that, the, you've, you've stocked it full of tangible goods. Because yep. that's all you need down there is tangible goods. Well, yeah. if currency were a tangible good that was valuable to you, would you be able to use it for a year in a fallout shelter? No. Nope. You have no use in a fallout shelter. No. It's, it, it, is, it is a piece of paper that represents something that has been, ass- it's been assigned a nebulous value. And, and the paper itself represents that value. But you know what else? Bottom line is that paper is going away. Yeah. We are, I mean, as much as a lot of people don't like this, we are moving to a, cashless society yeah people are using their debits and credit cards and they're they're not carrying cash in their wallets the whole thing of you're about to go on a trip you better get some cash to have as emergency because not everywhere takes cash that really is going away that really is not only that but think about it we've already we've covered stocks we've covered bonds we've covered cash in a previous episode Mm -hmm. in all three of those episodes we talked about the fact that there is this paper that used to represent these things that now you now don't they're not yeah anywhere. you don't need that paper anymore all of my stock trades are done online all of my bond trades are done online all of my banking is done online i can go an entire month through several pay periods through several shopping trips through through all of the things basically and not ever touch currency the only thing that i touch is those tangible hard assets that i need to live food mm-hmm water, you know, the, my, my, my farmland, which I don't actually have. I don't have farmland. <laughs> so, you know, that's, that's the idea, even though saying, oh, a hard asset is something that's tangible. Well, yes, a dollar bill is tangible, but that's not what we're talking about when we talk about hard assets. Yeah. It's just, it's one more category. And I don't even want to, I don't want to get into it too deep, but maybe this is something we can touch on later. Okay. This whole idea of cashless society. Yeah, that's, that's a big thing right now. Yeah, it's a big thing. And we will, maybe we'll do an episode down the road about where, where this is all going and how people are going to be affected by it. Absolutely. You know, what do you do if you, if you don't have the, that online banking ability. So that could be something we talk about in the future, but I hope that sort of makes it clear the distinction we're making between currency, which can be a hard physical tangible and actual hard assets, Mm -hmm. those things that have That they're different. Yes, exactly. Great. Okay. Well, that about sums it up for me. Katie, why don't we move on to our bullseye and give us, since you made me do my five <laughs> Oh, first, I knew it was going to come back to yeah, me. <laughs> we're going to move on to our bullseye. Okay, my bullseye, I just want you guys to remember, hard assets, the original, the original investment. Think back to, you know, the caveman. OG, the OG. The, the OG, the OG <laughs> investment. But just picture it. It's so much more than just gold that you've seen the ads. It's the gold. It's the diamonds are a girl's best friend. It's oil, water, real estate. It's all of these different things that really can be added to your portfolio Mm -hmm. if it's right for you. 
Yeah. So my bullseye, Katie, thank you for yours. Mine is going to build on yours as usual. Uh, those hard assets, those things that you value, those things that you can use, that you can consume, that you can destroy, mm-hmm. that they they can be part of your portfolio. You probably want to talk to somebody who can tell you what is a good way to incorporate them into your portfolio if you think you want to. Um, but on the other hand, you may just like to collect something just because you like it. Uh, but that doesn't necessarily mean you're going to get a return on that investment. Yeah. But basically, they are the basis for everything. I mean, we don't have, in my opinion, we don't have stocks, bonds, and cash. We don't have those unless unless there's something else for us to use them to buy. Absolutely. So hard assets aren't the end. They're the beginning. Bringing it back around. Yes. Bringing it back around. (laughs) Well, Katie, there's the closing bell. Ladies and gentlemen, we thank you for joining us again. You have made it to the end of yet another Bullcast podcast, and I appreciate you listening to us. Uh, If you want to listen to this podcast right now, just like the second it ends, you want to listen to it over again, just tell Alexa, hey, Alexa, play Bullcast Bullcast (laughs) podcast. Um, also, if you want to check out uh, our website and find out more about our podcast, send us a question, send us a comment, send us a suggestion for an episode that you'd like to hear. That website is bullcastpodcast.com. Or reach out to us on Twitter. Our Twitter handle is at bullcastpodcast. You can connect with us on Instagram. Our handle there is at bullcastpodcast. And if you want to find out more about the company that we work for, We work for a wealth advisor. It's Pickler Wealth Advisors. And that website is picklerwealthadvisors.com. That's advisors with an O. You can find out about me, Katie, our wonderful producer, Cameron, the entire rest of the team who are all awesome. And of course, our boss, David Pickler. So check that out as well. That gives you plenty to be going on with, as uh, as I've heard some people say, I think in a Harry Potter book. That gives you enough to be going on with. So until next time, I'm Court. I'm Katie. And we're gone.